This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Now, Fight Back with Libby Zneimer on Zoomer Radio makes your protection a priority as we explore insurance options for COP members with the McLennan Group Insurance, Inc. Okay, welcome back. Thank you. Um, It may be the middle of summer, but uh, at least the excuse for summer that we are getting this year, but that means it's an excellent time to start thinking about your plans for the winter, especially if you're a snowbird. This is the best time to arrange your travel insurance for that trip south because it can be cheaper and there's plenty of time to look at it carefully to ensure that you are properly covered. I'm here with Jason Nagy. He's manager at Can-Am Insurance, which is part of the McLennan Group. Jason, welcome. Thanks for joining us. Thank you very much for having me, Libby. Okay, so... Um, why is this a good time to be arranging your your insurance for the winter? Yeah, so coming September 30th is when um, the travel insurance market reviews their um, claims experience and the costs for those policies. So right now, uh, if you purchase before September 30th, you're getting the old pricing. So if you're in a bracket that has been deemed a price increase, you're going to get the old price. Okay. So and and what is uh, do you know what the difference is going to be for this year or? Take a guess. I'm afraid I haven't uh, memorized the spreadsheets, oh. but um, guessing it's probably between uh, four and seven percent across the board. Okay, so that's something that's uh, that's fairly significant. It can mm-hmm. be anyway. It can add up in certain areas for sure, especially when you're talking about the trips that last for 160, 200 days. That little bit of percentage adds up. Okay, uh, so it's it's good time to do it now, or at least before September the 30th. What should you look at? What are all the things you have to take into account when you're buying your travel insurance? For sure. Uh, one of the things to review is your um, your own travel habits. So right now, the biggest price savings is for those snowbirds. But do you also pop across the border for little trips? So do you have an annual plan, either through us or another means, uh, that can kind of offset some of the cost? So the most common is a 15 or 30-day annual plan, so or multi-trip is what they're often referred to. So this is if you just travel for a short time, you know, a little down to Florida for a week or just shopping for a day over across the border. Um, We'll take that maximum amount of days that you have, 15 or 30, and we'll take it out of your overall long trip and only top up the difference. So an example is if you're traveling for 200 days because you have a cottage down in Florida that you're going to be spending the winter at, um, we'll then only charge you the 170 days to make sure that you're not uh, double paying for insurance. Okay. Uh, I'm a little unclear. So when you, when, if you're a snowbird and Mm -hmm. say you go down for three months or something uh, and you buy insurance to cover that are you just covered for one in and out or uh, is it any kind of if you're buying insurance for three months is it any kind of permutation of that three months yeah so there's two types of the, those two types of policies so this, yes this is where it gets confusing so if I've got a 15 day trip and I'm popping over for sorry I have a 15 day policy let's clarify that okay and I'm going for a 90 day trip I'll yeah. buy an additional 75-day policy to top up that 15, so you total 90. Right. 
but um, okay. So, uh, but but in general, if I'm buying a 90-day insurance, can I, uh, you know, go in and out of the country as many times as I want to, as long as it doesn't add up to more than 90 days? Usually, if you're buying that long a trip, no, you're staying. You do have a we do have a trip break feature, so you can come home for quick little jaunts and head back. But yes, it is uh, short periods if you need to come home for appointments or any important family events like birthdays or Christmas. And and is that really clearly spelled out? Yes. And what happens if you know plans can change? If you come home early because you need to. Well, come home early, we'll refund you the difference. So if you used only 45 of those 90 days, you'll get 50% of the policy back. Okay. Uh, but uh, if, uh, if, you, if you bought insurance and you find that you have to come back a few more times or something like that? Yeah. So if you're down there and you decide you want to stay for another couple of weeks, as long as you call us before that 90 days or however long your trip is runs out, it's important um, you, you call us before that runs out. And we'll just add on as many days as you need and you'll pay the difference. But the once day. the insurance is run out, you can't call from Florida and say, I'm no, staying. No, just make even the 90th day. If it's the day it's supposed to end, just call us that day, but not, not after. Okay. Jason, I'm going to give the numbers out again because I'm sure people have questions about travel insurance. <laughs> uh, we're soon going to get into that very thorny area of pre-existing conditions. You Mm -hmm. want to make sure that you are covered for whatever you need to be covered for. Uh, Jason Nagy is an expert on this, and the reason we're talking about it now is that uh, it's cheaper to buy your insurance before September the 30th. We're coming up on August, so uh, this is a really good time to deal with this. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Zneimer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. I'm here with Jason Nagy from Canam Insurance. We're talking about travel insurance, and it actually is a very timely topic if you're a snowbird or if you're planning a big trip somewhere in the winter. Prices go up at the end of September, so it's a good idea to buy your travel insurance at the old price. And you can do that if you do it now. And there are a lot of things to watch out for when you are buying travel insurance because we've all heard the stories of people who thought they were covered. Something happens and they find out they are not covered. And as everyone knows, the cost of getting health care in the States can be pretty crazy. The numbers to call 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-744-740, anything to do with travel insurance. And uh, there is just something we want to clarify. So it used to be that you could be out of the country for a total of 180 days before you uh, nullified your OHIP coverage, because Ontario says you still have to be a resident to be eligible for health coverage. That number has been increased. It's now 212 days. But Jason tells me that if you have to be or want to be out of the country longer than that, you can make that work, but you have to let the government know before you go, Jason. And how does that work? Yeah, so if you know you're going to be looking to stay out of the country for that longer than 212-day period, you need to go to your local uh, service, Ontario, and get uh, permission so that the OHIP coverage will extend. I know they can extend up to two years. And then the reason that's important for your travel insurance is you need to have um, 
you need to be covered by OHIP to be covered by your travel insurance. So it's important that if you know you're going to be leaving for this Florida for a period of time or another one of the Commonwealth countries, if you're going for longer than that period of time, to talk to Service Ontario and get that extension. Uh-huh, and they give it to you in writing, presumably. Yes. Okay. Uh, I've, I've had, you know, harp, heard heartbreaking stories of people saying, I had no idea. I was out of the country. Um, please help me fix this. And uh, I think that the government is pretty strict about that. Extremely. Extremely strict. And, and boy, if you lose your OHIP coverage, you are, uh, as they say, SOL. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that can be really bad. And it, it, as you point out, it will also nullify your travel insurance because having OHIP coverage is a requirement. A requirement. Okay, let's go to the phones. We've got Dennis in Barrie. Hello, yes, Dennis. Hi. I'm a first-time caller. Oh, and, wait a minute. Uh, I enjoy, uh, I, can you hear me? Yes, you had to get the bell as a first-time caller. Welcome. Okay. Um, I'm 71 years old. I have a history of heart disease, diabetes, and high blood pressure. And uh, I've had it since uh, my early 50s, actually. But I'm under doctor's care, and it's, it's, uh, it's under control. Now, uh, every time I phone uh, companies to get uh, health insurance, I um, get um, uh, answers that the last, uh, the last one I had was that um, uh, they could not sell me permanent travel insurance, but they could sell me a, a policy for, for a whole year, if, and that would cover me for out-of-country out of travels up to 15 days at a time. Now, um, uh, that w- and that covered my pre-existing conditions. Um, I think for most uh, most seniors, um, the the big question with the in, uh, insurance people is, um, are we covered for pre-existing uh, 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 conditions? Because I always travel feeling uncomfortable that somewhere in the small print there's a loophole, and um, I. Um, my wife also has some medical uh, problems as well, but um, I don't know if I can mention the name of the uh, bank uh, that I deal yeah, with. Maybe and, don't. Like, we don't need to uh, do okay, that. But they they underwrite themselves. They don't go to outside companies to underwrite their insurance policies. Because um, uh, when you call into um, uh, a lot of insurance companies, they, they have uh, Manulife and, and others that are their underwriters. So basically, the rules should be uh, the same for one company if they're being underwritten by, say, oh. Manulife or another company. What, why don't you let Jason uh, Jason respond? Because what uh, just going over this, you you have uh, some heart disease, but it's under control, which means Jason, I think that there hasn't been some kind of episode or flare up in ninety days. For sure. So. Right. Right. Dennis, so yeah, I've heard a lot of questions in there. So I'll start with the pre-existing one. Uh, you're correct. Pre-existing conditions are probably the hottest topic uh, for the CARP members. Right. Um, they're managed on a standard policy with a stability clause, which there's a lot of technical words. But what it basically means, as long as your condition hasn't worsened in some way, in uh-huh. depending on your age group, it's 90 days, six months, or a year, right. um, you're covered for that condition. So the, the well, thing we... if we're not doctors, so we'll always ask you to go to your own medical professionals to confirm. The thing that can get where you, you talk about the small print is just tell your doctor you're going to be traveling and ask, has, and have you 
Has there any reason my condition has worsened? They often uh-huh. they have a bedside manner, and they'll often tell you, well, we just changed some drugs for some reason, uh, but that reason could be because a number didn't come back in the, the positive for you. So okay. that that's something to know. And if that's the case and you're no longer stable, uh, we do uh-huh. have a policy for that. It's not an annual. It's for a single trip. And the uh-huh. idea is that when you're finally stable again, you go back to that regular product. And uh – Dennis, so when you go, do you get a note from your doctor? No. I, 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 um, I called into my, uh, the company that I deal with and spoke to a, a, young, a young lad, and he was very, very helpful. I, I have to say that. And I told him my history, and I was after straight uh, trip insurance. And he said, Dennis, you're not eligible for uh, straight trip insurance uh, for but he says, I can write you an insurance policy that's good f- uh, for pre-existing uh, and covers you for up to 15 days at a time out of country. Well, um, well what, Jason just, what Jason just told you is that that's not right. As long, as long as you have something in writing from your doctor saying your condition hasn't worsened, am I right, Jason? You don't need anything in writing. You can yeah. trust their word. Um, different companies do different things. Um, right. Dennis, I can give you our number. You can give us a call, and we can see what we can do for you as well. Uh, yeah. Why don't we do that uh, at the sure, end of the sorry. show? Okay. And we're going to put that up on our website. Okay. Uh, but but it's always, in all these questions, it helps to shop around because, uh, as we just saw, mm-hmm. what that one a young lad, as you put it, told you was certainly not the case for every company. Yeah, true. It gets awful confusing for us seniors because basically we're putting our trust that we're covered and then we go away and something happens and then uh, and then you find out uh, the bad news, you know. So basically, I don't know. One final question. Why can't the insurance companies write policies that are easy to understand and either say, yes, you're covered or no, you're covered for all pre-existing uh, conditions? Okay, I'm, hot- gonna, I'm going to let you go, Dennis, and then I'm going to let Jason answer that. Uh, okay. Thanks for your call. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. That's a very hot topic in the industry right now. There's a lot of insurance care companies, some that we work with, who are reviewing the way they write their policies to make sure that they can be clearly understood. Until that uh, renaissance has occurred, however, feel free to call the McLennan Group. We're very good at uh, explaining the coverages for you. If you want to take the time, we'll, we're there for as long as there's many questions as you need to explain your policies to you. Okay, and now you can answer Dennis's question. Uh, so, um, yeah, he wants to know about... Um you know, how to make sure that you're covered, and uh, uh, the, the question of the doctor uh, getting involved with it. I found what you said very interesting, Jason. Yeah, so one of the things that we'll do if you have conditions that are um, pre-existing and you're you're not sure you've maybe declared everything, so you want to make sure that you're covered, we'll give you an outline of everything that you've declared on the policy, and you can just bring that for a quick review by your doctor, and if they agree, then you know that the medical records are going to match, and you're going to be covered for whatever happens. That peace of mind is why we bow, purchase pardon me, the travel insurance, so it's it's a good thing to qu- uh, acquire before you tr- leave for a, you know, a six-month or even three-month uh, trip 
And and I really want to take up one of the things that you said, because it kind of resonated that you might not even know if your doctor says I'm I'm changing your medication or I'm changing the dose. Uh, you might not understand it's because your condition worsened. Mm -hmm. uh, you might think it's just changing it around for whatever reason, but uh, the insurance company might have a different view of that. Yeah, just tell them you're traveling, and they're usually really good at the your, your medical professionals at telling you what you need to know. I mean, they're if they've they have you know their own patients from all walks of life, I'm sure you're not the first one to come to them and ask them, and they're there to, you know, assist you as well. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think probably that when you make that appointment, you should probably tell the doctor's office that that's what you want the appointment for, because mm -hmm. I think that's probably different. For sure. Okay, so let's get a little more into the nitty-gritty of the pre-existing condition. I'm going to give the numbers out again, 416 360 Toll-free, 1-866-740-4740. And I'm here with Jason Nagy. We're talking about travel insurance. He can answer all of your questions, uh, just as he did with Dennis's questions, because it turned out that Dennis was told that he's not eligible for some kinds of insurance that he may, in fact, be eligible for if he went to another company. So... Back to this pre-existing condition, mm -hmm. you mentioned that there are different thresholds for different age groups. I thought it was 90 days for everyone, not so? No, usually 90 days under 59, and then 60 days up until 74, 5, depending on your policy, and then above that, it's usually a year to be a stable. A year. And there's, it gets a little, like diabetes is actually a very common uh, question we get because, there, I mean, there's a lot of maintenance involved with the condition. So if, if there's ever any question that you have, even if you've got a, a multi-trip policy, as it were, and so things, you go to a doctor, uh, you can give us a call to confirm as well so that we can make sure whenever you travel, for whatever reason, that you've got the coverage you need. Mm -hmm. What are some of the things that can crop up with diabetes because it's very common? It's usually a pill change. So sometimes the... Uh, pharmaceutical companies, it could just be that they've purchased each other, so the, it's now a different name or a different brand. If that happens, that doesn't affect you at all. But sometimes, I'm not a medical professional, but they, dosage changes because there's just some fluctuations in the blood sugar, and so the management has changed, and that is a, you are no longer stable under the policy wordings for that situation. But okay. it happens quite often. Yeah, because I, I would think that if there's a small change in the dosage, person might not even, even notice. Right. And so, though if it changes for the better, I mean, Good for you. It, it will not hurt you at all for travel insurance either. If you are getting healthier and you're requiring less drugs, you would still be considered stable. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. I'm glad to hear that. It's only when it's the wrong way. Yeah. It's only when it's going the wrong way. Um, and when you have the travel insurance, okay, say, God forbid, something happens, mm -hmm. how does it work? What do you do then? Are there numbers to call? Yeah. So every time you buy a policy, we give you a travel card, and on the back is a... Um, number that you call first. If you're in a country, like well, most of our snowbirds will go to the uh, U.S., but if you're in a country that doesn't speak English, they're going to direct you to where you need to go. They can help you call 911. It's not the same in every country you visit. Um, and also, for those of who like to travel, uh, if they don't like carrying their wallet because of whatever reasons, you can download the um, Travel Aid app. And with that, you can keep all the information there. Uh, you can download from Wi-Fi Maps, and it'll direct you to the closest medical facilities. And if you call us first, uh, we'll be able to direct you to a place where we usually have direct billings you don't even have to deal with money. Mm -hmm. uh, what about, again, if, God forbid, something happens like a heart attack or something mm -hmm. and, and uh, you know, you're taking, taken in an ambulance and they take you to whatever hospital they take you to? 
Yeah, so um, usually if there's a loved one with you, so deal with the emergency that you need to, then contact us as soon as you can so we can start working with the medical professionals. Uh, depending, if it's a very serious condition, we make sure that you're stable, but then we usually try and get you home for your convalescence. So included in the policy is that emergency um, air ambulance to make sure that you and your loved one can come home and get treatment at home. How did you know that that was going to be my next question about the air ambulance uh, Horrible story uh, that happened to a very close friend of mine. Her son had a terrible catastrophic accident in Barbados. Mm. And uh, thank goodness, I just saw them yesterday. And he's, I mean, it's three years later and he's fine. But uh, he had to be airlifted home. And then there were all kinds of issues about that. And not just about the airlift, but was there going to be a nurse with him there or was there going to be a doctor with him Mm -hmm. there? How do you deal with those kinds of things? Our assistance center is very good at coordinating. We have multiple air ambulance companies that uh, they work with and they, they all have medical trained staff on the plane with the, um, the injured individual who needs to get home. And so they're, they're there to make sure that first that they're stable enough to travel so that there's no risk involved. And then they get them home and hand them over to the hospital closest to home. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, are, are, cause there's also an issue. Sometimes, you know, the insurance company or whoever is making those decisions wants to get the person home as quickly as possible, mm-hmm. obviously, because the costs go down. Mm-hmm. Uh, so is there any kind of negotiation on that? They usually talk to the medical professionals on site and trust uh, their medical opinion. And when they, before they get on the actual evacuation plane, they're also assessed again to make sure nothing has changed. Okay. Let's go to Sharon in London. Hi, Sharon. Hello. Um, I just have a quick question. Um, if you've purchased your, your vacation and you've purchased your cancellation insurance and then for some reason the doctor changes a medication or something, um, would that cancellation insurance cover you then? If you've purchased the tr- cancellation coverage to the amount of that trip, yes, it would reimburse you for anything you've put out that is not refundable. Okay, because I didn't know if it was just a death or some terrible thing would happen, but just a medication change or something, it will still cover you. Anything that would prevent you from being able to travel. Oh, good. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Okay, bye-bye. Uh, I need a little clarification on sure. that. So uh, what is is that cancellation in case something changes in your pre-existing between the time you buy the insurance and the time you travel? Is that my... Yeah, that's, uh, so if it's something that you no longer now have travel insurance so you, you, don't, you can't travel covered, um, if that could be a, a legitimate reason why you no longer want to take the trip. So if you've put out some monies that can no longer be refunded for whatever reason, the trip cancellation coverage will come in and reimburse you for the difference. Okay, and uh, do you buy that along with your travel insurance coverage? Yes, and with uh, the CARP membership, you get $1,000 free written into the policy. Oh, okay. That so, sounds like a pretty good deal. Yes. Uh, okay, that's uh, all this stuff that I had no idea about. <laughs> but it's all very, very, very uh, good to know. Uh, let's talk a little more about uh, the pre-existing mm-hmm. conditions. So you just have to make sure that every little thing is covered. I mean... It- so the process we follow that can help clear this up, if you have something where you know you're not stable or you're worried about being stable, we have a special product for those individuals where instead of 
peppering you with a bunch of questions about your health. We'll ask you the six eligibility questions and then just tell us everything that you suffer from, from gout, uh, dry eye, all the way to your heart conditions or anything that you've had to experience. We'll cover it all and then you know that whatever happens to you, you've told us everything that could be a pre-existing condition and we'll cover you for the, the emergency medical coverage. Mm-hmm. And uh, in terms of the, the prices of the this insurance, so obviously that type of insurance would be more expensive. Correct. And uh, also in terms of the prices, uh, again, please tell me if I'm correct. I think that the prices go up in five-year increments, correct? You're talking the age brand. The age bracket. Yes, Yes. it is five years age brand. But you pay according to the age you are when you buy the insurance, not when you travel. Correct. So if you have a birthday coming up, buy the insurance before your birthday if yes. it's if it's you're turning, you know, 60 or 65 or You're correct. It is just in the the 5 years, so 60, 65, 70, 75, 80, 85, those are the age bands. Over 85 you're all the we put you in one bracket. Okay. Over 85, you're good. And it's true. It's interesting uh, that when you look at actuarial tables, hmm. once people have made it to an age like 85, they're actually less likely uh, to, to die by a, of a lot of the things that people have already died of. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I guess they've survived everything else. Uh, yeah. uh, and then they don't do any of the wild eventings usually. Okay, um, so we only have a couple of minutes left, Jason. What are uh, some other things that you want us to be aware of? Uh, to make sure that before you travel, you bring along with you all the drugs that you need. Um, there's always going to be those um, forgetful moments where you might need to, to pick up a, an extra 30 days prescription, and you should let us know about that. Um, but it's important to make sure that you've planned ahead so that if you've got medications that you have covered under a drug plan in Ontario, that drug plan probably won't respond when you've left the province. So it's important you stock up before you leave. Mm-hmm. And I think we've talked about that with our uh, trusted contributors who are pharmacists. If oh, you tell you your pharmacist that you're going on a trip, they'll be pretty good Yes. about uh, getting you a bunch of repeats and, and mm-hmm. letting you have that all at once. Yes. What happens if you need a prescription when you're when you're in the United States. So if it's a regular prescription that you've needed for years, you're probably paying out of pocket. But if it's something new due to uh, you've got the flu or anything that's been prescribed while you're in, like in your trip, pardon me, then you have a policy that will pay for those prescriptions. Okay, and it's you pay for it first and then you're reimbursed? Usually, because generally you're not going to a hospital where we have set up those prepaid options. If it's like a little clinic, just the corner you know, nursing station who's going to give you the antibiotics, you're right, you usually pay out of pocket. Keep the receipt, you send it to us. These days you can just take a photo of it and email it to us and we'll reimburse you. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, and you, if you're paying out of pocket for something you forgot to get... Mm-hmm then you're probably going to be paying for the doctor's visit as well. That won't be covered either. Correct. So uh, we're, we're looking at reviewing that coverage right now, but as the policy stand, that's out of pocket. Okay, well, so it pays to be organized. It pays to do it early. That's all the time we have for this, this today. Jason Nagy, thanks so much. Give us the phone number before we go. Sure. If you want to reach out to us, it's one eight seven seven five six six. 1417. And feel free to give us a call anytime, Monday to Friday, 8.30 to 8 p.m. and Saturdays, 9 to 5. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to 1. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to 1. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to 1. 
This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.